hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of grapple cast it is i jamie joined by joe and the returning dan finally turns up for the first one of the year he hasn't been well, on it since last year yeah well you know sometimes um when you when you are the honorary tribal chief you can take a break on the island of relevancy He's literally, he wins two years in a row, thinks he's a Roman Reigns and decides that he's part-time work now and comes in for the big books and the big shows. Ah, uh, I listened, you guys did well, you didn't need me. Yeah, it's like WWE's now getting sold and Dan's like, you know what, I'll turn up again, there's some juicy news going on, so he's going to voice his opinion. But before we do talk about that, Dan, I do want to give you the opportunity because you wasn't on last week. I'm sure it's going to be very good news for yourself but obviously we did mention that WWE will be bringing back money in the bank to London the first time in London since Insurrection (laughs) 2002 why go on Dan why and we'll have this debate NXT TakeOver 2015 premium live event it was an actual pay-per-view they you know it was was massive at the time that was the last time that they were in the O2 that's the last time that they had a pay-per-view what was the event called again sorry the full title NXT TakeOver London and my question was the last WWE NXT is not WWE it never mentioned WWE at one point when it's on the WWE network (laughs) so it is a a WWE pay-per-view or you can blame Wikipedia for saying oh. the last WWE paper. I still would have won that uh, quiz. But you know what? It's nice that Taryn's finally in the lead. He's never been in the lead in the two years of doing this podcast. So it's like, nice the, it's like the first day of the Premier League in 2010-11 when Blackpool beat Wigan 4-1 and they were top of the Prem. Then got relegated that season. Oh. That's what's going to happen. He's still finished bottom, but he can enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, so, we'll Dan, this due for now. How do you feel about money in the bank? Have you already yeah, ex- put your money aside? I'm excited. Yeah, I can afford to go. Uh, we definitely want to go. I'm, I'm actually going to book the day off so I can book tickets to go. Um, I was tempted to actually book a hotel in the chance I probably will get tickets. But I think if you look at it, there was about 60,000 people who went to Clash in the Castle. A lot of them went there because it was local. With the O2, it's a little bit different. Wasn't it? It's, it's 20,000. And it will be the diehards. But if you think about it, people will be travelling from France, Spain, Germany. They'll make the flight, a short flight over for it because it's in Europe, a little bit closer to get to. Um, it will have like a WrestleMania theme feel to it. And like Taryn said last year, uh, last week, sorry, um, there's usually a title change. Usually the women's um, money in the bank, they cash in the same night. They have done the past four times in a row. So there's a chance that we will see a new champion crowned. And the only time the WWE Championship has changed hands overseas was AJ Styles in London in the O2. So that building does have um, special merit. And now that they're potentially splitting the belts off Roman Reigns, I think it's a great opportunity. You never know who could. I think we are going to get back to actually having prestige on the money in the bank now that we might have two champions. So, yeah, I'm excited. To be honest, I would have been excited if it was Extreme Rules, SummerSlam, if it was Money in, you know, money in the Bank or even Hell in a Cell. I would have been excited for whatever it was, to be fair. But being a Money in the Bank, it is one of my favourite shows. It's going to be exciting. And no matter where you sit in the O2, you're going to get a really good view. And it's got a good little um, area around there for gigs and hospitality as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I just really hope I can get tickets. I'm going to do everything I can to get those tickets to be there as well. 
Yeah, I'm going to ask you this question, Joe, and I'll come to you, Dan, for your opinion as well. But obviously, we've got this big event. It is a premium live event in London. Obviously, it is overseas, which hasn't happened since Insurrection 2002 in WWE. So will we see a SmackDown and Raw to go alongside it? Joe, what are your opinions? I mean, they usually do if they have a premium live event. They usually have like SmackDown straight afterwards or like the raw straight afterwards i mean it would make sense like to make the most out of their money like to just stay for the weekend but i don't know what the tour schedules like they might just pack up and go somewhere else not really sure i mean they used to back in the day they used to do an nxt takeover then they used to do a premium live event and then raw and smackdown it was like the whole weekend was pay-per-view but whether they'll do that for London, it would be nice if they did but I'm not sure if they will. Dan shaking his head. He's like, no, they're definitely not going to. Go on. We didn't have it with uh, Clash of the Castle. I think if they were going to do that staple, they would have done it with that. And you've seen that they pretty much did the show and then they flew back over. I mean, it's only a five-hour flight from London to New York. So it's mm. easy enough for them to get over. Yeah, OK, there's a big, there's an actual five-hour time difference with it as well. But it's it's not actually so it may be a little bit longer, maybe about six hours, five, six hours. Yeah, it's about six, seven now. hours. I've done it a few times. Yeah, so but it's one of those ones they can do the show, say they finish on the Saturday, they can fly back, they've got all day on the Sunday, and then the Monday they just go straight to the to the venue. Um the the biggest stars can take the the red eye straight across there. So it's easy enough for them to do. I think if it was like an Australia, then okay, it's a little bit difficult difficult. But with um Clash of the Castle, they didn't. And I think with this one, it'd be exactly the same. They'll probably pre-take the SmackDown and do a double SmackDown on the one week, but then they'll do the Raw and then they'll pretty much come over for media and stuff then afterwards. There's there's really no need with the good transportation these days. Fair enough. I mean, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, probably that's what they do now because the ease of access now, they have a private jet if they really needed to use it as well. But I was just thinking, well, maybe they could have had the UK tour around it as well. So maybe they finished London and went up and did liverpool because it's only it's only down the road isn't it like newcastle it's only down the road from london only just a a couple couple hours drive i think there is a tour already booked in because i was tempted to get tickets but i saw it as a house show i think the wrestlemania revenge no i think it's in they moved it it's like may june or something weird like that so that's another thing that makes me think they're not going to be doing Roar and SmackDown in the O2 as well. Um, I, I feel like it's just going to be a one and done because they do have the the sort of house show loop coming over in the May in the meantime. Fair enough. Well, we're all excited for oh, it. Yes. Like I said, Clash at the Castle was a huge success with sixty odd thousand. It's going to be tight, but hopefully we can uh, be the one of those lucky few. Maybe we'll have to say we're from Grapple Cash Show and you steal our ideas, so give us some tickets. <laughs> Well, we right. saw loads of people um, who listened to the pod made a point to come up and say hello to us at uh, Clash of the Castle. I dare say at Money in the Bank will see similar sort of people. I, I had a lot of people messaging me saying, are you getting tickets? Are you going? How, this is exciting. Um, loads of people wanting me to get tickets for them, which, to be honest... We don't have that there. kind of pull yet, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll get some tickets for that wrestling event. You know how hard it is when you're trying to buy tickets. If you're buying tickets mm. for two people... Yeah, it's still difficult, but it's a lot easier. If you're trying to buy tickets for four, it's an absolute nightmare, four or six. You you can't do it. They're like gold dust or they're literally front row. Um, so if you're happy to pay more, then, yeah, you'll pay a lot. You know, you'll get them. But if you want to get the cheap seats, it is quite difficult. Um, but as long as I get to go there, I'm happy. And it'd be nice to see some of the Grapplecast listeners there as well. Yes, right. 
the question is obviously we are excited for uh, money in the bank which is due to take place in june isn't it but that's five months away the big question is within these five months will we see saudi arabia presents world wrestling entertainment joe <laughs> well we are, we are after a quiet um start to 2023 and then before we know it vince vince mcmahon is um taking over the board well as i said, predicted by the way i said vince will be back last week you tell, all heard me say <coughs> yeah tell. vince mcmahon said unless you I basically to the said board. unless you vote me back on the board i'm gonna block every decision you make like any rights decisions, any selling decisions, I'm going to block it unless you put it back on the board. And then, okay, he's put it back on the board and he brings his two mates with him. Great. Then Stephanie McMahon resigns from WWE. She's no longer part of the WWE. I'm like, okay. And then all of the rumours are saying that the Saudis have been putting the offer and all the dirt sheets are saying it's basically a dead deal between them and the Saudis. And then I saw something today saying, actually, the, the deal's not done yet. So... So don't don't go uh, don't go back on the Saudis doing it. So I don't know what's going vote. on, but yeah, they're selling it. Ultimately, it's a public traded company, and there has to be a vote. There's a majority um, shareholder, which is Vince McMahon, um, and he has a, a say that it has to go to a vote. But the big thing is saying that it's going from being a PLC going to a private company. So in, in a sense, the Saudi um, government or the Saudi Ravens would buy it and then make it private so the all of the shareholders would get a big payout but they essentially own the company and it's sort of to rebrand the image of Saudi Arabia as like a, a sports and cultural community to sort of develop their image um, I could see it happening I could also see Disney happening I could see Fox happening there's some people saying that Tony Khan even could take it to go in there and do it but at this stage there's going to be a lot of names being thrown around and I think until you see that official document that says this company has acquired this company it, it's I think it's all up in the air I mean you remember what WCW back in the day when it was being moved around from uh, Warner and TNT and it was going all over the shop and they sold it to people who didn't really care ultimately if they sell it to a certain people like Disney for example they will want to milk it dry and milk it for all it's worth and it may help I mean you look at Star Wars, for example, it was bought from LucasArts and it went to Disney, and it's only helped it. How many Star Wars movies have we had? Had you know how much merchandise is there out there? There's it's endless. Like every couple of weeks, or it feels like that. There's a new movie coming out. So in some will we get a new reality show by Disney of the Bloodline, and it's like keeping up with the Kardashians, but it's keeping up with the Bloodline. We the be, ones. You remember how bad WWE cartoons have been over the years, like Camp WWE and all of them. You remember how bad some of them have been quite funny for the wrong reasons. But if it's by Disney, you know, you could see a, a, a Disney cartoon with the wrestlers on there. It actually be, might be pretty decent for a change. Um, I think it's all up in the air. I don't think that we're going to have an official decision for a good couple of weeks. But there's definitely stuff happening. But a, a year ago, we were talking about wrestlers being released because they're looking to sell the company. And now it's the case where we're a lot of people are being surprised that the company's now being sold. If you if people go back and listen to the podcast a year ago, we we're talking about releases. William Regal's just been released. Why would they release him? Oh, they're getting ready to sell. Okay, we've had that nice period with Triple H coming back in and hurrying up all the good talent and the show's been really decent. But ultimately we were talking about this a year ago, so I don't think we should be too surprised at the selling of the company because ultimately it's been discussed for quite a while now. 
I think it's a, a bit of a strange one. I don't know if you agree, Joe, but it's like obviously Stephanie McMahon resigned, but Triple H is still in his job role. Yeah, I I think with the McMahons, there's ultimately one McMahon in charge, and that's Vince McMahon. And I think I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but a couple of months ago, Vince, Stephanie. Uh, resigned for the board saying she wanted family time and then mm-hmm. Vince got in that trouble you know we we don't need to go into he got allegedly. In that trouble and then, yeah. allegedly and then he ha- and then then Stephanie kind of had to come back in and now she's kind of gone oh I'm going away again so I don't it's probably linked but I don't know what's gone on behind closed doors I don't know what's been said but you know good for her you know she's been the chief content officer the, the CEO she's done all these roles in WWE It'd be nice for her to, you know, do something else. like put her name to something else that's not wrestling or she could go into any other company, any entertainment company in the world. You know, she could go into Fox or Disney, say, look, I've run WWE for 20 years. I've been the chief content officer. Here's my CV. And she could probably be the, the COO of Disney if she wanted to or Fox or wherever she wants to go. Do you think... Again, because McMahon is synonymous, and I mean, he's what 77 now, uh, Vince McMahon. And you expect that when he dies, if he's staying within the McMahon family, that Stephanie would possibly it will always be synonymous with McMahon. So I don't know, yeah. like, Stephanie would leave and do something else. Obviously, Shane did that and realized, oh, I'm not that great, I'll come back to wrestling. I, I, as horrible as it sounds, you know. You know, he's 70 odd years old. He's not going to be around forever. You know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. he probably will pass away at some point in the future. I think well, everyone dies at some point, Joe. Yeah. So I think a <laughs> point now is like, okay, when I go, what do I want to happen with WWE? Do I still want to keep it under the control of Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan, or do I want to sell it? And I think at the moment he's like discussing, okay, if I sell it to this you know, uh, NBC or Disney or Fox or Saudis, how much control are they going to have? You know, are they going to take WWE and rewrite everything? Because it's all about content now. Content is king. I'm sure you're aware that. You're you're the media person here, uh, Jamie. But, you know, people watch, like, things like Wednesday. They watch it, like, a day. They binge watch everything. You know, people watch TikTok, wrestling, you know, things like the NFL. There's seasons to it, or the soccer or football. There's seasons to football and NFL and NHL, any sport. There's seasons to it. There's always off seasons. WWE doesn't have an off season. There's always an episode of Raw or SmackDown on. You know, you've got two episodes of wrestling a week. You've got Raw and SmackDown, and you've got the WWE Network with all of WCW, ECW, World Class, everything. And you've got all the content being created. You know, um, in true ways, content is king. You've got all these shows going on, you know, put it on NBC every night. Oh, yeah, we own SmackDown, we own Raw, and we've got Peacock, and we've got Young Rock, and we've got um, all of these other things. They've got something, something new every week. They don't have to worry about content anymore. I'll tell you one thing that would be good if it did go to Peacock. I don't know how it would work internationally, but if it did go to Peacock, maybe we'd actually have the WWE Network live with Raw and SmackDown, which would be very nice, wouldn't it? Because the annoying thing is, like with the WWE Network, it's like a month behind, isn't it? Like they'll eventually upload Raw and SmackDown four weeks after it's already happened. And for those people in the UK that don't have BT Sport, 
you're obviously having to like it's 25 quid a month I think it is I mean I, I get it free with EE so I do have it but I don't have the facility to record so I can't watch it unless obviously I try and find highlights somewhere um, unless I watch a rerun of it but to have it on Peacock live and there or on the WWE Network live or once it's finished it goes on at 9am in the morning it would be a game changer I'm sure but that's only if it most likely goes to NBC, who currently own the WWE Network in the United States of America. So I'm going to ask your opinion. We, we've, we've already talked. Fox, I don't see possibly happening because of the NBC and Peacock relationship. I know Fox do currently own and show SmackDown. So realistically, we've got Disney, NBC and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, who currently have that 10 year deal and obviously all of these shows. Do we all agree Saudi Arabia is the most likely one, or where do you see it? Where do you see it going? I see Saudi, then I see Disney, and then I see somebody that probably we haven't even thought about yet. You know, there could be many hats in the ring for all we know, but yeah, I think Saudi. BT Sport could buy it. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the BT Sport Arena in London. Why not? I mean, I think Saudi, and then I think in Peacock because I'm thinking uh, NBC because they already have Peacock Network, and then they have Young Rock, which is associated with mm-hmm. WWE. And they've got that um, that antique show, and they've got um, all the documentaries as well. They're doing like the 30 for 30s and stuff. I'm thinking, well, they they basically license it off the WWE anyway and put it on Peacock. They're like, well, you might as well just buy the whole thing. And then you've got got Raw and SmackDown on NBC, and you've you've already got Peacock anyway, so you don't have to build a new platform because you've already owned the platform anyway so you might as well buy the whole thing yeah it'll be interesting to see how it goes but wouldn't it be great if it just happened it's what we all want to see talking about a forbidden door i can see that face light up right now but what if he just comes out and he buys the company what if shahid khan alongside Fulham and the Jacksonville Jaguars and AEW, he buys WWE. This is just a pipe dream. He can't even run AEW. So what makes him think he he doesn't? He just owns it. Tony Khan runs AEW. Hey guys, we got a stacked show here tonight, and I'm here because I just bought that World Wrestling Federation. I mean entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mate. And this isn't Shane. Shane's not here. Shane's not here, guys. (laughs) I'd be drinking that prime energy drink and I'm really hyped. No, that's WWE. Logan Paul is literally on WWE programming. Yeah, but Tony Khan's definitely <laughs> drinking that prime energy drink. Nobody drinks that prime energy drink because he can't find it anywhere. Unless you're Taryn who literally buys it. He's like, yeah, I'll have to buy two of them more now because he finally found some in like a random master. Audi started selling it for like one ninety nine as well, didn't he? Bloody, have you had some prime energy? No. Good. Dan? Has Dan had some prime energy? No, I don't think he knows what it is. Oh, God knows. I no, think he I just... know what it is. I know what it is. But no, you haven't had No, to be honest, I'm not one of these fad people. I think Taron's at the likes it or he follows it and shares all the stuff. Yeah, he's had, he's, had, he's had two. Yeah, he bought like two from like an Asda. I thought it was only Aldi. 
Audi have just started selling them, but he managed to find them when they first came over. Like Audi were uh, uh, selling them, and he ran in, and the last two were there, so he just bought them because he's a mark. He is a mark. No, I've not tried it. I don't think I will be trying it. It's a massive fad, but um, yeah, if, if you know, he's going to be in the rumble, and he's going to come out with some prime, and it's going to trend. Yeah, I mean, is he going to come back for the rumble? That is the question. Obviously, well, he's injured, we... didn't he? Exactly, he got injured, but you never know what I need to do some research for my Rumble predictions. I think the Rumble's in two weeks. I don't know if it's our predictions next week or the week after, but I need to do some research for the women's ones because their women's rosters expanded so much. I don't know whether there's only a couple spots remaining, but I've got a couple NXTs I think might get called up and a couple of um, Hall of Famers that I think may, may come back in it. I think the women's one is a lot easier to sort of work with, but the men's one, I think... They need to redeem it from last year. And I'm looking forward to predicting that show. Yeah, so, I mean, it it happens on Saturday, thank God, Ooh. January 28th, which is in two weeks' time. So, you will see our prediction show in two weeks. Um, so, we won't talk too much about it. There are some announced matches, uh, obviously, which I'm going to ask you about in a moment because I want to get your opinion on it as well. But there are a few people that have... Um, announced that they will be in the match. Rhea Ripley, Candice Lorraine, Liv Morgan are the only women. Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Ricochet, Santos Escobar and Kofi Kingston all announced. Um, but yeah, then they're doing qualifying matches as well and some people are announcing but there you go, that's what happens when you're a Tim Pot company. Uh, you hey. decide to do what you want. But my question, I mean, Cody Rhodes is on the poster for the Royal Rumble. He's 100% going to be in the Rumble. He's on the poster! Well, yeah, they've, every week on Raw, they've been doing promos of Cody Rhodes going, yeah, well, I, I was partially tore it, but then I tore it more. And, you know, it's like breathing. I had to wrestle that night. They keep showing the same promo every, and then they were showing him this week, going back in to get back in the ring again. It's like the, they just need to play like my sacrifice with it as well. Or what was it? It, was, um, it wasn't my sacrifice. It was U2, wasn't it? it? It's a beautiful day by U2. Start playing that in the background of it. <laughs> was that Triple H came back? Yeah, it's exactly the same stuff. And that was in 2002. 20 years on, then we're having the same thing with Cody Rhodes. We're going to see, yeah, I tore my knee, and then they'll show the slow motion of it, of him falling down. And then, yeah, I'm going to come back. If you watched it, it's exactly the same, just triple as long. Rehashing old ideas from 20 years, but we still eat it all up, don't we? We do indeed. I can't wait. And uh, he's definitely one of the top people. I'd like to see what the current betting odds are. But um, I think you'd probably be in the top five people for predictions. Yeah, I mean, I can quickly check. Uh, last time I did see Cody Rhodes was obviously the favourite. And I think it was Seth Franklin Rollins, as Taron would call him. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they were the top few favourites, along with Brock Lesnar. Sami Zayn was a pretty good bet as well. Um, yeah, he's my rogue. Don't give away your answers so far. We still got two weeks. They said for WrestleMania, they think it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins um, for the one title, and then it's going to be like Cody versus. If if they can't get the Rock, it's going to be Cody versus um, Roman. But I think if they can't get the Rock and they go in a different angle, then yeah, you'd have um, something like a Sami Zayn winning the Rumble, and then it's like, well, he has to challenge Roman, and it kind of puts the descent in a little bit more. But a lot of people saying that we're probably going to get that Sami Zayn payoff more towards elimination team now but it depends how long they want to milk it it's obviously going to be the that's what people are saying Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will defeat the Usos for the titles won't they but 
Well, um, unless, um, unless FTR make their return, they've dropped all of their belts. Well, we, who knows? But uh, I do have the current betting odds. Obviously, we are oh. discussing it a little bit. Taman's not going to listen to the episode, so he'll have no idea what's happening. So we could just do what we want anyway. Yeah, but uh, who do you think's the favourite for the women's match so far? Uh, Rhea Ripley. Joe? Oh. Yeah, I see Rhea Ripley as well, to be honest. Not to Rhea that, Ripley yeah. is the favourite. Um, the top five, Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Raquel Rodriguez, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Ronda Rousey, all tied at fifth at 10 to 1. Oh. And the men's, who's the favourite? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Who's second favourite? Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is... Fifth favourite, The Rock is third favourite. Oh, Roman Reigns second favourite? Roman Reigns is way down the list. He is 25 to 1. Brock Lesnar is... Is he even on here? Oh yeah, he's 16 to 1, so sixth. Sami Zayn is second favourite, Dan. Yeah. 2 to 1. Uh, the Rock be. being 11 to 4, and then Bob the Lash is 4 I favorite. told Taron two, three weeks ago, I said, What's the odds on Sammy Dane? He said 18 to 1. I said, You should put a tenner on that. And now he's gone to 2 to 1. Told you. Second favorite. We all know it's Cody's time anyway. But, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 18 to 1, if it's 2 to 1, or if it's 3 minutes. It's never happening because Cody's. Have you heard those anyway. marks that have said they think Jay White's going to be in there? He's still got two years left on his IWGP. Contract odds, oh, yeah, Jay White's going to be in the Rumble. Like, what, yeah. what are you smoking? He'll be in AEW before you know it. Again. I think there's more chance of him going to AEW. I do like the Switchblade, but they've been saying this week, what is it, Hukaleo and uh, Tamatonga are rumoured to be going uh, to WWE now. Um, but they're, apparently they're not like loosely related to Roman, uh, they're, but there's a sort of similar heritage. Fair enough. Well, there's plenty of news to come, and I'm sure... The odds will fluctuate and the rumours will spiral as we get closer to the Rumble, which we'll discuss during the Royal Rumble prediction show. Ooh. OK, so I know we said we'll keep this mainly as a, a WWE show, but I just want to briefly touch on AEW Dynamite. I haven't Dynamite. watched it at this moment in time. By the time the pod has gone live, I will have watched it because I'll be watching it once we finish recording. But we can't talk about a, a return that happened. But was it good? Um, yes, I, I was about to say a catchphrase, but I can't. Um, yes, it's very good. It's very good news. I'm very happy. Um, well, I know I he's got a catchphrase it, now. And I think it's going to open up the uh, a championship picture um, because the, the, the person is very talented and it's very good news. And it's actually, yeah, it, it's going to make me want to actually watch it more than I actually was. So it's not bad news, Barrett, then, if it's good news? No, no, it, it is very, <laughs> it's very good news. I'm happy with it. Joe, are you happy? Are you going to start watching? I mean, you watch it anyway, but are you going to watch it more, not fast forward? Probably not. Joe doesn't watch AEW anyway. Literally, I stick it on the telly. He walks out of the room. My dear Lord. But the question is, will you be watching the... I can't remember what it's actually pronounced as at the moment. I can't check it because it was giving me all the spoilers for AEW, (laughs) but... 
the uh, the ladder match between the Elite and Death Triangle. The Best of Seven series finally came to an end. Can I be honest with that Best of Seven series? I yeah. am bored of it. I watched the first two or three of them, and then they had this little hammer thing. And then they were sneaking it in the then ring. Then they basically and they were all went them. to no DQ yeah. and different. And then they were like, oh, gimmick match. And it's another match. And it's in a cage. You know, it's a ladder. I get that they're trying to make it exciting. And they're two very good teams. And they're very good at working with each other. But when I get to match seven, like I used to criticise WWE for having the same match on every single week. And you know what? It's like watching Rock v. Austin. But when we got to Rock v. Austin at WrestleMania 19 for the third time, although they were different characters and one was a face, one was a heel, it's slightly different. You know, I've seen it tw- two times already. When I'm seeing Kenny Yamanga versus the Death Squares in a match for the ninth time, I'm like, oh, you know what? I might fast forward this. I'm more likely to fast forward it. Because it's like the twelfth time I've seen it now. You know, go make your hexagon, pentagon, dragon, square... Well, black triangle match. Someone, yeah, I'm bored of it. I'm glad it's done, but I'm glad it was good. And we can move on to something else, and some other teams can actually freshly squeeze George Varsity or whatever his name is, and and the the friends that hug him. They can now have a shot at it. It'd be good. Well, would that even? I mean, obviously, the best friends is what their trio is called, but you know, uh, and obviously <laughs> yeah. you've got Danhausen in there as well. So he's tagging he with Jericho very... on the cruise of Jericho, isn't he? He is Jerry Housen, whatever they're called. But um, yeah, obviously we had him um, at the weekend. We did have a a special live event, which I'm sure you all watched. Of Battle of the Belts five, didn't even know it was on, did you? But there you go. That happened straight after Rampage on the Friday. I watched um, the WWE main event. If that helps. My dear lord. <laughs> you watched you watched WWE main event. Yeah, Cedric Alexander, he's been on a streak, he's been facing NXT stars, he faced, because we're a couple of weeks behind, he faced um, Andre Chase of Chase University, and it was a teachable moment, Jamie, it really was. My dear lord. Well, at Battle of the Belts, I mean, every belt, I say every belt, there were belts on the line, um, so I don't know if you know the results, What's but obviously, uh, Orange Cassidy defeated Kip Sabian, um, and retained his title, which was very good. Their feud carried on going, basically. He did not put his hands in his pocket once. How does that make you oh. feel? Oh, yeah, well, Kip Sabian's good. I actually um, came up on my memories on Facebook. I actually saw Kip Sabian wrestle in two, uh, this this time, um, a few years ago, in 2019, in the Newport Centre for um, Wilder's Sport. I can't remember who his team was. Adam Maxted or somebody like that. Um, but he's, he's good. He's Penelope Ford. She's good as well. She's ringside, but then they've got they've got this gimmick where they're shocked at stuff. Yeah, it's good. Hard hitting. You need to concentrate on that Kip Sabian because he's from that Norwich. He is from Norwich, England. Is he from Norwich? I'm pretty sure he's like build from somewhere else. I'm sure he's from Norwich because um, when Paige came back, he kind of gave her away. Norfolk. To Canary. Norf- he's from Norfolk. Norfolk. Is he? Norfolk. Norfolk. Because I was like, because yeah. I remember watching it, and Mercedes went Norfolk. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. Nor- Norwich and Norfolk, <laughs> and they're pretty much the same thing, aren't they? Yeah, just down the road from each other. Only Nowhere an near, hour's drive up near the road. Glas- Gla- Glasgow. Glasgow and London, Glasgow. only a stone's throw away. But it's funny you mentioned that as well with the um, predictions, because my Facebook memories also came up today that it was NXT UK in Blackpool uh, yesterday uh, in 2020. Um, and that's obviously where we saw. 
um, Imperium. Adam Cole, Bay Bay was there as well. Oh, yes. um, so Joe's face says, "Oh, I see how it is. Yeah, that's who I thought it would be." But there you go. Um, what thought what would be? The AEW return. I was like, it's good, Adam Cole. But there you go. I forgot about him. You forgot about Adam Cole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you forgot as well. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it was. It was, um, it was Bobby Fish. I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, it was Bobby, Fish, Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish. No. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? That's Bobby I've, Fish's catchphrase, wasn't it? When um, he went to TNA, he did a promo. Where's the lie? NXT Blackpool. I mean, I, I can't even remember. I was there and I can't even remember you what was actually um, matches we were on. Bob McGuinness or Nigel Mer- I did face? meet that Desmond magic Wolf. man. Desmond Wolf. So, yeah, it was Walter versus Joe Coffrey uh, in the main Coffee. event. C-O-W-F-E yeah, him too. Coffee. Uh, that is in 2020, isn't it? Yeah, January 2020. Um, then there was Mark Coffey and yeah. Wolfgang defeated Dallas. Imperium. And the grizzled young veterans, and Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. South Wales subculture. Tyler Bate defeated Jordan Devlin. Kaylee Ray defeated Tony Storm and Piper Niven. Do drop. Yeah, and Tony Storm. Eddie Dennis defeated Trent Seven. He's in there. He's in there. And then there was two matches beforehand, which I assume went on NXT UK, which was Joseph Connors defeated A-Kid, and my boy Dave Excellent. Mastiff defeated Cassius. Oh, no. Chris Hero. Yeah, there you go. It's all impact names, I assume, but there you go. Oh, good. No, they're, you know, they're all really good. They're all doing quite well. They've all, half of them have been rebranded by now. I miss NXT UK. They show highlights of it on BT Sport now. And I really miss it. I can't wait for NXT Europe. That's dropping this year as well. NXT Europe. I mean, they yeah. do have big Will Regal back at this moment in time, unless he might be on back in AEW TV in a few weeks after everything that's gone on in WWE. Who knows? Me back. Don't you worry. I'm back, he says. You I'm reminded me of you WWE have actually apparently signed somebody under the radar there. Chelsea Green's apparently under a WWE contract and she's awaiting a gimmick. They're basically trying to work some creative out. So she's somebody that potentially could be in the Rumble, but she's uh, recycled WWE over the past couple of weeks. She was a trainer, wasn't she, mainly? Chelsea Green. Was she not? Um, no. Is that no, who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of Serena D. Barna. That's, that's what you think. Yeah, um, yeah. tough enough where they had Mandy Rose and Sonny Deville. She was one of the mm. contestants in that. Um, but she's uh, Matt Cordona's uh, wife. Very good talent. Um, she's closed down her only fans. Sign back with Debbie we I'm glad she's a very, very good talent, and there's a lot of stuff I think she could do. I just need Diana Perazzo back now, and the women's division in WWE would be perfect. Well, we'll see what happens. Obviously, it just depends whether the Saudis will keep the women wrestlers around. Who knows what can happen? Um, but hopefully, they don't change too much because that's the thing. We don't mind it being sold as long as they don't change the product too much. You'd rather just say, Yep. Yeah, We'll back it. We'll give you all the money. You just do creative. Well, that's what we want. Vince is still happy with the direction Triple H is doing with creative, and he's not really getting involved too much. That's what he said. We'll see how it goes. Because if you think about it, like from now to WrestleMania, it's written. Um, There might be some tweaks Mm -hmm. and stuff, but it's pretty much written. So really, it shouldn't affect our viewing. But like with Triple H signed Bronson Reed back just before New Year, and Bronson Reed was on telly this week. And he was sided with the Miz when he came back. And then all of a sudden he 
What's the use? Like, no, unless you pay me, I don't want to know you. And he just walked off, and that's all he did on Raw. I'm thinking, well, what? He had no reaction, and then he'd given him a backstage skit where he's doing nothing. At least have him as Mrs. Heater. So he could be another one for the Rumble just to make up the numbers. But yeah, it's really weird, the fact that they signed Bronson Reed and he's not doing anything. Yeah, well, it's WWE, isn't it? There you go. That's my two cents <laughs> on the matter. Um, So I'm going to shut my mouth now for a few moments because oh. I haven't watched anything this week. But you guys are always in the know. So why don't you tell us what's happening in the world of WWE this week and Monday Night Wars? Well, I don't know if you know, Jamie. But Dominic Mysterio, he served some hard times. He went into the slammer. He got arrested for like slapping around, trying to slap around his dad. He's got the teardrop tattoo, I believe, Taron said last week. He's got the teardrop and he came and he he looked like Conan. He had the um, bandana across his face, the buttoned up shirt. And he went on Miss TV and he's saying it it changed me. You know, some guy that I shared a cell with, he, he started like saying that he wanted to punch me in the face, we got out of his bunk. I'm sure he'd say more than punch in the face, but yeah, there we go. He said, um, have we got a problem to this guy? This guy back down. And, um, you know, he, he's changed him, it has. Um, and, you know, his mommy helped him and bailed him out, but he's a changed man. And, he, you know, he's now number one contender for the tag titles. Um, so he's moving on up, moving on up in the right direction. But, um, yeah, he's hurt. And, but he's got his mommy looking after him. Um, but he's, he's a hard man and he's he's... Done his time, even though it was only probably about an hour. He's done his time, Jamie. Joe, what do you think of this stupid storyline and this stupid excuse of a wrestler? I think it's quite funny. Like, is the the promo over Christmas Eve where they like broke into his grandpa's house? We talked about. They didn't break in. They knocked on the door. They knocked on the door. Sorry, that was funny. And then the interview with the Miz. That was funny as well. It's like, oh, yeah, I did some hard time. I I started a fight with some guy in the cell and snitches get stitches, he said. And it, it was it was quite funny. But, yeah, they had a tag team turmoil match. There was, like, some scumbaggery involved and um, Finn Balor got injured and then um, Dominic Mysterio basically had to take his place because he was too injured to fight. And then they're, they're the number one contenders for the tag titles against the Uso, so... That was like the last half of the show, so it was a good 20-minute match. It was quite good, I thought. What's he saying? Dominic Mysterio and Damien Priest on the one contenders against the Usos. Yes. Well, it's it's like Freebird. So they started off, it was tag team turmoil, and uh, Damien Priest and Finn Balor started it. But um, just before the Street Profits came out as the final team, Finn Balor really hit his shoulder. And he was like, no, I'm a cat. I've hurt my shoulder. I need, I need help. You're like, well... You, you know, we can stop the match, but you have to forfeit. He's like, no, I don't want to forfeit. Mommy, I want... it hurts my I eyes. I want to win the tag titles. And they were like, well, Dominic's there. He can go in your place. And they're like, no, you can't do that. Dominic's like, no, let me do it. I'm hard. Um, and then, yeah, he took his place. I'm um, hard now, Papi. I'm hard now, Papi. Yeah, he took his third place. Um, there was a bit of, um, like Joe said, shenanigans. Um, and, yeah, the Street Profits, they did not look very happy. Um but they ended up picking the win. Dominic ended up getting the pinfall victory after a feeling froggy frog splash, Viva La Rasa. Um, and yeah, they're facing the Usos in the coming weeks now for the titles. I assume, is that match going to take place at the Royal Rumble? I doubt it, because I think Montez Ford's going to be in the Rumble, so I would assume within the next few weeks. 
Montez Ford's going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, because he needs to have a big show in before he gets. No, I meant like, match. what do you mean? I thought it, the match was Dominic Mysterio and Damien Priest v the Usos. Yeah, but Montez Ford's going to be in the Rumble, and then he's going to turn heel, and then he's going to go win the US title. Yeah, but the tag team match, I mean, will be at the Royal Rumble, or is that not? Yeah, but Montez Ford, he wasn't very happy at the end of that match. So you think there's going to be like a triple threat tag match or something? Well, you know, there could be some involvement with it. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be within the next few weeks. I mean, the next few weeks is the Rumble. That's what I'm saying. It's two weeks away. Well, if you think the women's match is going to be at least an hour and the men's match at least an hour, so we've only got one hour to play with. Yeah. And we've got that Mountain Dew Lights Out Dark match to fit in there as well. Who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen with uh, Uncle Howdy or Uncle Saudi or LA Knight. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen with that and all that mountain dew that's going to be ringside. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a similar view to the uh, the Day of the Dead or whatever it was called, uh, with all those zombies coming out. Are we just going to get a, a puddle of mountain dew everywhere before the rumble so everyone just slips all over the place? Maybe, um, but I think there'll be something to do with Uncle Howdy. Bo Dallas was backstage on Raw this week, um, but they're also saying it could be this Vincent guy from... He was Lake backstage Bonner. as in shown on TV, no. No, he was backstage. They basically had reports that he was there. Um, but the Uncle Howdy character, apparently, he won't take off the mask. So nobody's really seen who he is. But um, they've either said it's going to be Bo Dallas or it's going to be this Vincent guy. But um, even Alexa Bliss, she had a confrontation with Uncle Howdy this week. Well, the evil she is mine. Evil again. She is. She, she's embraced it. She never felt so good, she said. The evil is mine. It'd be interesting to see, you know, the Wyatt Six. We've already got a couple of people formed in it, and it looks like there's two different versions of the Uncle Howdy character: the full-on rubber mask, and then there's one where it shows the long hair and the little beard. So it'd be interesting to see. I think they painted a few names at the time, so it's definitely developing. But in this match at the Rumble, I think we're definitely going to see, uh, you know, a lot more writing on the wall with what's going on. Yeah, I mean, the thing is as well with this match depending on what it is because it's called what the mountain do pitch black match that's it um which i don't know it doesn't really make sense the name obviously you see going on? but it's like to me obviously when you think like pitch black match it's got kind of like a lights out match isn't it it just means it's going to take place when the lights are off so it's not going to actually take place on the show so i was just going to ask you do you think this match will take place after the royal rumble no, they booked it for the actual Rumble. It's no, after, as in, like, the it will be the main event. It will close the show. Oh, no, definitely not. It's going to be one of those ones. I'll have the first match, which will be like a women's title match. And then it'll be the women's Royal Rumble will be the first match. And then they'll flow straight into this Mountain Dew match. But it's, it's basically going to have, like, spotlights going all over the place. There'll be some product placement, some shenanigans. It's basically a hardcore match. Joe, what... I'll ask you first. I know you just mentioned something, Dan, but what is your expectation of this match and what do you expect to see in a Mountain Dew pitch black? Will we see no, Vin no, Diesel if... reprising his role as pitch black? <laughs> no, if WWE, someone's going to get like covered in WWE. Do you remember uh, Get Your Own Back back in the 90s? There was like people used to get covered in slime. I think there'll be like Nickelodeon. a massive bucket, yeah. massive bucket of Mountain Dew and someone's going to get soaked in it. Dan, what about yourself? Yeah, I just think it's going to be like a hardcore match where the lights are going all over the shop. If you think about it with the Bray Wyatt uh, theme character, the, the lights were just red. So this is just going to be 
the lights are down. There's going to be spotlights going around here, there and everywhere. To be fair, apparently Bray Wyatt's working with a broken finger or thumb or something at the moment. So hasn't even wrestled. He had a match at Madison Square Garden, didn't he? But apparently he broke his thumb. For God's sake. Yeah. Well, but um, yeah, I say hardcore match. I think it'll be 10, 15 minutes. Lots of rubbish going on here. Um, obviously we're going to get to our predictions in a couple of weeks, but they. It depends how much Uncle Howdy gets involved, but you know you can see someone like a a Bray Wyatt making his triumph and returning a nice win. Yeah, most likely. Um, I was just thinking, wouldn't it be great if WWE steals another idea from AEW and oh. it's just basically a mimosa match? Do you remember the mimosa <laughs> match? Oh, I tried to forget it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a massive tub of Mountain Dew that you have to get thrown in. Probably, yeah. Like the, the Mountain Dew, um, what's Dark Matter match, whatever it's called. That's the actual name of the drink. They've actually, and then they've made a match over the name of the actual drink. So I think there will be a lot of product. Maybe things, the winner it, it just a wins a bottle of it. Well, it's exactly maybe it's just, like maybe just a singles match, and then the winner just gets to hold the bottle at the end and drink it. Like maybe prime. like a podium finish in F1 where they just get to shake it up and just get it everywhere. Not Don Perignon, it's Mountain Dew. Exactly. Who knows what can happen? And we wait with bated breath to well, find anything, out. Anything can happen in the WWE, Jamie. They could literally do whatever they want and go, yeah, this is the match that we always wanted to have. Boogie Mac could come out, Hornswoggle. Everything. My, my dear Lord. Right, enough of that now. So, like I said, Taron was in charge of a quiz this week, but unfortunately he can't attend. So, he has sent the quiz to myself. Oh. So, it's another brother showdown oh. where we're trying to catch up with Taron because Taron currently is in the lead 1 0 0 0. How's it feel, Dan? To be bottom of the quiz. I'll still win at the end of the year. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but it's nice for Taryn. Give him a bit of a boost. But he's still going to be bottom of the league at the end. And I'm still going to be top. Some things in life are constant. Death, taxes, AEW being tin pot that nobody cares about. Me winning the quiz. And Taryn being at the bottom. And me winning the prediction league. Well, I've been close. I've been in second for the past two years. Could I've been second in the quiz. <laughs> Well, let's see how it goes. You never know. You could win the quiz and I could win the predictions. Don't be so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> there's your there's your first don't be so stupid of the year. Well done, Dan. If we ever get merch, uh, that's what I want on the top. Uh, Just Taren don't be so stupid. His, I'll, take a, I'll take a poop on your floor one. I'll take, I'll take a poop on your floor. I don't know why I'm censoring it. We never censor anything, but yeah. If there you go. I, if I blah, 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 I will take up on your, yeah. Welcome to our first ever PG episode. He still owes you about six kebabs as well. Six kebabs he does. He does. Yeah. Right. So let's do this. Um, I have to apologise because Taryn's quizzes aren't that great. But here we go. It's not a Beano one again, is it? No. So basically he said, due to the selling of the WWE, I've done it on Money in Wrestling. Oh, wow. So, um, there are some closer to ones as well. He's told me that I can give you a point for if you get the closest to it. But um, question one. Oh. How much was WCW sold to the WWF for? 
again the winner will be the closest to so if you don't get it exact i'll be surprised if you get it exact unless you've obviously you know it but whoever gets the closest will get the point on this one i bought out my competition he did question two Oof. what is wwe's current net worth oh What is this question? Okay. I mean, we're not currently there yet, but I know sometimes as you start the year, I know, Dan, you like to rewatch all the WrestleManias, don't you? Yeah, I do. Have you started that yet? Yeah, um, I'm currently on WrestleMania 15. Okay, fair enough. So Andre the Giant versus Big John Studd took <laughs> place at WrestleMania 1 in a career versus how much Body Slam Challenge match? Oh, this match was dreadful as well. <laughs> okay. Question four. Again, those were like nearest two, so don't you worry. Uh, question four. Roman Reigns and who are the current top earners in the WWE? So Roman Reigns and who are the current top earners in the WWE. Fantastic. So, if you take our minds back, unfortunately, to the time when Jinder Mahal was the WWE champion in 2009, how much was his salary? How much was Jinder Mahal's salary in 2009? When he was WWE champion. It just says salary, so I assume, yeah, yearly. Judging by the amount, I'd say yearly. If you got that a month, Jesus Christ, on a bank. (laughs) (laughs) Question six. In In an April 2022 article... Triple H noted that no main roster WWE superstar earns less than how much? So in an article in April 2022, Triple H noted that no main roster WWE superstar earns less than how much? Cool. Question seven. How much was the contract award on offer for the 2005 Tough Enough series? Cool. Oh, that was the Miz one, wasn't it? The Daniel Pewter one. You might have just given Joe the answer. How much (laughs) was the contract worth for the 2005 Tough Enough series? Similar question. Similar question. How much was the contract award for the Raw Diva search? <laughs> I want a real good girl. That was the theme tune. What, what a song that was. They had that. Oh, what's the name of that band? It run idiot walk or whatever it's called. I see really the song. idiot walk. <laughs> really, really good. And then she had a song. Um, the theme music was by it as well. I can't remember what they were called. That was a really good song. 
Well, that was like the Voltons or something, wasn't it? Something similar to Zoltons. I think something I like to, that. I have to go back and look because I, I I watched the two thousand um and was it two thousand and one Survivor Series uh, where the it was WCW versus WWE. Hives. Yeah, Hives. And then I heard Rob Zombie Regis theme and I had to put it on my playlist. I was like, oh, that's brilliant song. I'm putting that Hive song on my playlist. That's bro. That was the other one. Throw it on me. Oh. By Timberland featuring the Hives. Ah, that was the Timberland. That, that was the WWE because the WWE are in the music video for it. I like his shoes. I like his shoes. Timberland. <laughs> he is boots. great. They are yeah. great. Okay, the next question. Question nine. This is a long one. How much did TNA spend on acquiring the services of Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair? Eric Bischoff, RVD, Mr. Anderson, and Jeff Hardy. What a random what, question. All together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much did TNA spend on acquiring the services of Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, RVD, Mr. Anderson? I assume they all came at the same time, and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they were all very simple, because that was the time that um, Bret Hart came back to WWE, and that was them trying to, they went Monday nights, they were trying to rival each other. Yeah. So how much did they spend on bringing them in? And because it's bloody tarring, he had to get this in here somewhere. <laughs> We're talking about Tim Pot companies, but how much in total was lost due to the folding of the original XFL in 2001? How the hell are we meant to know that? <laughs> how much in total was lost due to the folding of the original XFL in 2001? Remember the closest answer, we'll get the point. Thank God for that. I'm not sure I <laughs> any of these. They're just random questions. But luckily, the closest to otherwise, this could be the lowest scoring quiz yeah, we've ever had. Besides, zero. besides Tough Enough 2005, which I'm sure you got. Yeah. All the rest of them. And maybe the Andre the Giant. You, would, you might have got two points, Dan. But, you know. <laughs> okay. Maybe. So we will start with question one. How much was WCW sold to the WF for, Dan? Well, originally I put a dollar, but then I thought when you said oh, it's the closest to, I thought oh, it's going to be more than that. So I went 266 million. 266 million. Joe? Two million. The close, the answer was 4.2 million. So Joe, you get the point. Oh. 266 million back in those days. Oof. Well, I was just trying to think, you know, it's a big company, but I originally put a dollar because I thought, oh yeah, it'd be funny, you know, they're just passing it on to him really, innit? Well, it was rumours that they did. he did buy it for a dollar, didn't he? There was yeah. those rumours. Um, but I think that was just for the company, then it, it was 4.2 for like all of the library and stuff, wasn't it? Makes sense. Um, so question two. What is WWE's current net worth, Joe? 2.5 billion. Dan? 3.4 billion. The answer is 6.77 billion. So Dan gets the point by being yes. closest. Well, I thought Vince is, weird, is a billionaire. So I'm thinking, well, the company must be a little bit higher than that. Yeah, 6.77 billion. Who has oh. that amount of money to pay the company? Saudi Arabia. There you go. Newcastle United. Well, the rumours were it was supposed to be the Newcastle owner, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is that the one that does the Saudi Arabia? Like I think so, yeah, and they're doing wonders for Newcastle, second in the Premier League. Yeah, so who knows what can happen? Maybe WWE will remain second in the wars for wrestling. <laughs> they were never second. 
Question three. Andre the Giant versus Big John Stud took place at WrestleMania 1 in a career versus how much body slam challenge match? Joe. 500. Dan. 20,000. It was 15,000. Oh. <laughs> but you are closest. Thing? You're closer than 500. <laughs> so I get a point, lovely. Okay. Roman Reigns, and who are the current top earners in WWE, Dan? Logan Paul. Joe. John Cena. No, it's Brock Lesnar. Ah, that was my second thought, but I thought, nah, nah, stick with it. Okay. Um, I can't remember who I'm going to. It's Joe. What was Jinder Mahal's salary in 2009 when he was WWE champion? 1.5 million. Dan. AJ Styles gets paid 2 million. It's, uh, I think it's around about like 100,000. The answer is 900,000. Joe is the closest. What? <laughs> 100,000 when he was WWE champion. I mean, he probably is on 100,000 because he got the championship. That's when obviously he probably. Well, they gets always it say, more. Um, like, you hear these stories about like how the lower carders, like Spike Dudley, would be in a Applebee's having a burger, and you see John Cena come in, and they, oh, I went to go pay my check, but they said, don't worry, the guy over there, you can't see, he's taking care of it. You always have those stories because they were always like really poor because they were trying to make towns. So I thought, oh yeah, it must be like pretty low. So I just hedging my bets with it. Yeah, but he was champion, weren't he? So. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, you know. They only made him champion because they were doing a big tour of India. That's true. Okay. In April 2022, Triple H noted that no main roster superstar earns less than how much, Joe? 50,000 a year. Dan? I also put 50,000. So I'm going to go 55,000 because I don't want to, uh, you know, closest. 250,000. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Seven. How much was the contract worth on Tough Enough 2005, Dan? $1 million. Gio. I've exactly seen $1 million. No, you sure you don't want to go $1 million and one just in case? <laughs> no. no, joking, it's $1 million. <laughs> It's the million dollar Tough Enough. Hoorah! Exactly. The good old Miz. And who won it? I mean, you already said in the answer. Daniel Peter, but um, the Miz was in it. Ryback was in it. The Boogeyman was in it. Man, the Boogeyman. No, I'm coming again. And they were like, mate, how old are you? Jesus, I've just knocked my pop figures over by saying that. I'm 34. It's like, well, we've just double-checked your birth certificate. It says you're like 50. No, I'm not. I'm the Boogeyman. Wait, okay, mate. (laughs) He did love it. Okay. Boogeyman. Joe. How much was the contract award for the Raw Diva search? Quarter of a million. 250,000. Dan? 100,000. It was a quarter of a million. 250,000. Huh? Well done, Joe. Joe liked that Diva search. I did. I mean, it is great. Bring it back. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Question nine, Dan. How much did TNA spend on acquiring the services of Hulk Hogan, Mick Flair, Eric Bischoff, RVD, Mr. Anderson and Jeff Hardy? 10 million. Joe. 5 million. The answer is 4 million. (laughs) It's getting tense going into this last question. Right, can can we check the scores now? Because I think we might be tied. I'm on four so far. Joe. I'm on five. Ooh. 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 Could 
could Dan and Jamie remain on zero points <laughs> <laughs> after two weeks? Okay. Question 10. Dan to tie the oh. quiz or Joe to take it. How much in total was lost due to the folding of the original XFL in 2001, Dan? 300 million. Joe. I just put 3 million. So you put 3 million, Dan put 300 million. The answer is 120 million. Dan gets the point. We go to a tiebreaker, which he hasn't given me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me... How many calories were in a segment of a Terry's chocolate orange? Pardon? How many calories were in a segment of a Terry's chocolate orange? I don't know, but I had a full one the other day. It was tasty. 41 calories per segment. I'll eat them all. Oh, mate, they're incredible, especially for the fridge. I do love a cherry. We tried the white ones. Um, No, we bought some um, because they didn't have the normal Terry's chocolate orange. So we bought white ones. Um, but I gave it to Mercedes and Georgie, and I got an actual milk chocolate one in our stocking. Fair, fair. Um, I don't think the I don't think American listeners know what taste chocolate orange is. But if you ever come to the UK, they're like less than a dollar. Get one; they'll change your life. They will change your life. Okay, so um, just because we're talking about money and money. all of money. that, yeah. the closest wins. So I will start with Joe. As of 2022, according to Sports Kida, what is Vince McMahon's net worth? Three billion. Dan. Well, I know it's less than that because five years five years ago he went under a billionaire, and then he had to work his way back up selling stuff so he could be over a millionaire. He's less than two, so I'll go 1.4 billion. The answer is 2.4. Joe gets the oh, point. Yeah. <laughs> if you, I was, I was thinking you were going to go for 2 billion then, which means you would have got the point. Well, I was trying to be too clever with it because I know he dropped under a billionaire before. So it's like trying to be too clever with it. I thought, oh, you've just gone up. But yeah, WWE, I've got to be fair, they've been smashing it as the best wrestling company in the world. So that's understandable. Well... Surely it'll be under a billion again soon after he's paid out all those women. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, where can everybody find us, Dan? I mean, it's the first one of the year. You've got to shout it out. Where can they find us in 2023? Yeah. Of course, of course, you've got to. I mean, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're Grapplecast Show. We're available on those uh, Spotify's, those Deezer's, those Apple Musics. And you know what? On there, you can subscribe so you never miss an episode. And you can like the episodes as well and leave your comments, which we may or may not shout out, depending on how nice they are. But we're also on the socials, the, the socials you know, that you are on. We're on the Facebook, the Twitter and the Instagram. Make sure that you give us a follow, a like and a subscribe so you never miss an episode. And what's that handle? Grapple Cast Show. Perfect. Just before I do get you to sign us off, Joe. The funny thing is, when you listen to that episode uh, last week, and you know um, I was saying you could even tell Alexa to play it. Do you remember when I said that? I remember, I listened. Yeah, Yeah. so I said, Alexa, play um, Grapplecast. So I was doing it upstairs in my office, and all of a sudden, all I could hear downstairs was, Whoa! 
ladies and gents this is the moment you've waited for started playing the greatest showman soundtrack so <laughs> do it why not listen to alexa and the greatest showman i mean it's probably going to shout it out again now but so i might have to mute myself if it starts playing it but joe sign us off for this week so without further ado i say to you good night and farewell bang goodbye Ring the bell!